Hey guys, it's me. It's not that Maggie. It's that other Maggie. Me. Hello, my beautiful creature. I hope you're doing good. I hope you're, you know, keeping up. Keeping up with all the things that you've been sort of tasked to do this week. Whatever's been put on your plate, I hope you're managing to knock them off one by one. Yes, I believe in you. All those good energy. Yes. So, first things first, um, my beautiful creature, I'd like to apologize. Yes, Maggie's very, very sorry. Maggie's sorry! Like, truly, truly sorry that I haven't been able to maintain my Monday podcast uploads. You know how, like, sometimes you make schedules, you know, you try to manage things, you know, thinking you can be in control. <laughs> yes, you know, you manage things trying to figure out the best way, you know, the most efficient way. And even if it's not efficient, you know, you're just trying. You're just trying, basically. But life happens at it, as it always does. You know, it just walks into the room and says, Hey, Maggie, I'm going to walk in here, take your schedule, and just, you know, rip it apart. Yes, that's what it's been like. <laughs> that's what it's been like as of late. So I'm really sorry. And maybe um, this midweek thing, you know, this could be our new hangout time. Perhaps, perchance, maybe it could work for the better. But if it doesn't, let's go back to Mondays. And hopefully it does, right? So, yes, Maggie's very, very truly sorry. And if you are a new listener, hello, hi, how are you? I'm Maggie. Yes, please do, you know, sit, come, come, you know, get comfy and, yeah, let's chat. Why am I so shy all of a sudden? What is this? And if you're, <laughs> if you're a recurring um, recurring. If you're a returning listener, um, hi again. Thank you for putting up with me and my bouts of insanity and chilling. I truly appreciate um, all of you for sticking by me with this crazy adventure. I've decided to just hop on in. So um, before we proceed, I guess. <laughs> What's been happening, Maggie? What's been happening lately? My beautiful creatures, things have been super, super duper weird. Like... Well, what do you what do you mean, Maggie? When you say weird, okay, 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 okay. So you know how like okay, there's really no um, uh, how do how, how does one even introduce this? You know, okay, star signs. <laughs> hey, baby, what's your star sign? No, wait, what like star signs? Okay, like for realties, for realties, star signs, right? Like, it's really fun, you know, to look at them, study them, sort of like figure out how accurate they can be, you know, like, given the traits of people and such, right? Yeah. So, lately, I've been feeling this super weird energy, my beautiful creatures. It's like, it's just like out there, you know, you, you know, it's there, but you don't really know what's up. You know what I mean? Like, I've been looking up at the universe and going like, hey, what's up, mama? You know, like, th there's no answer. Like, nada, zero, right? And I've been feeling this, like, really, really weird energy lately. And and before <laughs> before you say, Maggie, what are you what are you talking about? Um, I just like to point out that, you know, you know how, like, the moon affects the ocean? Yeah, because it's a body of water. And um, I just like to point out that we are made up of how many percent water again? Mm, yeah. So I do believe deep in my heart that it does affect us in some way. So like lately I was like, my gosh, this weird energy, right? Y you know how it feels like beautiful creature, my beautiful creature. It feels like I'm like standing, for example, somewhere like doing something really, really basic and simple like washing the dishes, right? 
And yes, if you're like me, and I hope you're not, <laughs> if you're like Maggie, you're going to be washing dishes in the dead of the night. You know what I mean? So there would be times, you know, it's kind of like I'm standing there, you know, like doing the dishes in the dead of the night as a Maggie normally does. And I feel like someone somewhere is, you know, like staring at me from... I don't know where from, you know, it, it's that kind of like weird energy that I've been getting lately, right? So it does bother me. And and I'm kind of like one of those people that sort of picks up on like the changes in vibration and like things in the air and all those like, you know, yes, I'm a little woo-woo when it comes to those sort of things. But yes, that's who we are. So my beautiful creature, it's been really, really weird. So I was like, Okay, I gotta, I gotta like pack it in, man. Like I gotta keep it together. And <laughs> so lately, instead of listening to music, because even even though I know that music, you know, sort of sets the tone and the mood for things, um, music hasn't been working its magic on me lately. So guess what Maggie has been listening to? Well, you know, she's doing her work and trying to study and, and things like that, right? I've been listening to like... Um, tarot readings you know like general tarot readings on on youtube so <laughs> that's where we are at right now maggie how does this relate to this podcast oh by the way my gosh my beautiful creatures guess what it's episode 14 can you believe this you and me us episode 14 well anyway so how does this relate maggie okay so I was, you know, I've been listening to a lot of these like general tarot readings, you know, just trying to find out, you know, just trying to sort of get some sort of answer from the universe because lately she's been quiet, my beautiful creature. She's just been really, really quiet. Like, that's how I feel anyway. So I, I, I've just been like listening to all of these tarot readings and stuff. And, you know, some of them resonate, you know, like some of them are kind of like, hey, hey, that's totally me. And, and some of them are totally like, what? what who did what like what that that's happening so <laughs> it kind of puts me in this like situation where i'm kind of like thinking oh my god someone someone out there who has the same star sign as me is experiencing this and, and i kind of feel like i'm looking into someone's private life it's kind of fun but anyway um how does this relate yes we're gonna answer that question we're gonna get to that hopefully one of the tarot readers that I like to sort of uh, listen to and put on because it's the way she talks and she's very straightforward and, and stuff like that. And she explains things really beautifully, actually. She was like, my dear, my dear, you know, like to my star sign. She was like, you have to protect your heart because blah, 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 so on and so forth. And I was like, you know, like it was that moment while I was listening to her, because I was working at this time, I kind of stopped and I was like, excuse me, come again. So I kind of like replayed a little bit of her um, video. And she was saying basically that you're, gonna, you're feeling a little bit off balance lately and you feel like there's always something that's going to be taken from you. So you have to protect your heart. You got to preserve whatever... Um, good is in there and stuff and you gotta sort of replenish and refuel you know all those things that i tell you every week which apparently my beautiful creatures i do not do and you're probably like maggie there's a general reading it's not even like a personal one but but my beautiful creatures that's the one that stuck with me um through the whole week i guess and 
and you know how like these things go. They, it's it's a general reading, you know, like it could be for you. It it's probably not for you if it doesn't resonate. But there there are like little nuggets of wisdom that one can kind of like pick from from that, right? And so I was like, maybe this is for me. You know, maybe this is the thing. Maybe this is what I've been sort of searching for. Like, protect my heart. From what, though, Maggie? From, like, strange creatures? Like, looking at you while you're washing the dishes in the dead of the night? Yes and no, maybe. I don't know. You know, like, whatever it may be, it, it could just be, like, really bad juju, like, out there and stuff like that. But I gotta protect my heart, right? And it made me think, like, I gotta, I gotta tell my beautiful creatures this. They gotta protect their hearts. My beautiful creatures, we gotta protect our hearts. What does that mean? What does that mean, though? Okay? Alright. I don't know, per se, how I got to this conclusion, but... <laughs> in one of my many, 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 and my gosh... You know, you and I, we all know this. In one of my many moments of overthinking, it dawned on me. I gotta, I gotta set up my boundaries better. I gotta put up my boundaries better, right? Because I think, okay, boundaries, you know, like, before we get into it, per se, okay, like, the, the essence of what I really want to say. What are boundaries, anyway? You know, how, like, we hear it all the time, um, friends joke about it, and, and things like that, right? But what are boundaries anyway? Boundaries are basically just ground rules, aren't they? You know, like they're just a means of identifying what's acceptable and what isn't. What the parameters of the interaction is acceptable, right? Okay, so when, while I was thinking about this, I was like, have I not been setting my boundaries well enough as of late? But didn't I just do that like last year? Do I have to update it? Like, what? Well, it's really weird, right? Like, what do you do? What does a one do? Because I think, I think, you know how I have said before, everyone is consistently and constantly evolving and changing, right? We are basically responding to everything that's happening around us. Yes, agree? Yes, yes. So, you know, like, in essence, I don't think we're going to stay the same way forever. And that also means our boundaries are bound to change, right? But the weird part is, the, the weird, weird part is, like, what do you do? Do you, like, write a new set of boundaries and, like, email it to your friends and family? Like, <laughs> how do you do this, right? How do you do this? Okay. Um, it, it made me think as well. Uh, why is it so difficult for me as a person, right? And for other people, like, who I've spoken with, why, why, what makes it so difficult and why is it so difficult for people to set boundaries in the first place, right? Yes. So, side story. <laughs> you, know, you knew it was coming, you know, because this whole entire thing is a side story, right? So, side story. Uh, things were so weird. I was, apart from the weird juju that I was feeling, I, I've been getting a lot of um, sensory overload the past few days. And you know how, how these things go, you know, sometimes it has a trigger, sometimes it really doesn't. And for me, it usually starts with like a sound that I hear either from the outside or from the next room or like a vibration that I feel of some sort. It could be from music or someone else's activity. Like 
it starts from there and then everything else follows after that. And to those of you guys who may not be familiar with sensory overload, I, you can Google it. But basically, it's when all of your senses are on fire. Well, that's how I would like to describe it because it really does feel like that, you know, like you feel your teeth, you're, you're noticing like colors, you know, they're a little off, you know, and everything around you is just sort of being absorbed by your brain and your brain is trying to process them all at the same time well that's how it is anyway for me right so the side story is i've been getting a lot of that um recently right and i'm like i don't understand so much why I'm, i've been getting them frequently right like i've changed because normally um in the before times you know before we all sort of had this work from home set up and, you know, you were supposed to go out in the morning, you know, commute and go to work. I would be more resilient to sensory overload, I guess, is what I'm trying to say. But it was, I found it so strange that, you know, like, I'm home now and usually this is like the safe spot, right? Like when you get home, you're like, okay, I'm in a safe spot. This is all good. Uh, but being home, I think I've changed in, in a sense we're in there were things that I would still notice versus how it would be like in the before times when, you know, it's the sound of the cars or like the other people around me and, you know, like the sunlight and things like that, right? So I've been getting them frequently and I was like, oh, no, 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 this is bad, this is bad, right? And when I, when I sort of get these things, I tend to, I guess my go-to reaction would be anger, <laughs> It'll just be like from zero to a hundred and I'm just so mad. It'll it'll just be like full on rage, right? And and I you know, I guess, you know, it made me think back to when I was a lot younger, right? So this so my beautiful creature, this is a side story within a side story. <laughs> um so it made me think back to when I was younger and I started experiencing these things, right? And when you were young, you really didn't know what was going on. And you were sort of kind of like counting on the adults around you to sort of tell you what's going on. Especially if it was something new and strange and you were like confused about it. Uh, one of my earliest memories about sensory overload was that I didn't know how to articulate it. Because I was number one afraid that I was going to sound insane. Uh, I was afraid of being judged. And so the first few times I've experienced it, at first, I was just kind of like, you know, thinking to myself, like, maybe this isn't real. Maybe this is just like a one-time thing. But the more frequent it got, or the more consistent it got is maybe the better term, the more consistent it became. That was the time when I got a little bit more upset and angry. You know, I was very, very quick to anger and such, right? And, you know, like, when, when you're experiencing that and you're confused about it, you don't necessarily know whether to ask for help or not, right? Because you're just all sorts of confused. But, but one of the negative memories I, I have about um, having sensory overload was being told that I was, you know, I was told a lot of negative things, like bad, bad words that we don't really want to say but I was told a lot of negative words like you're strange, you're spoiled, um, you're making it all about you and all sorts of things, right? And I guess in a way that stuck, right? That really stuck, right? And yes, it did hurt like back then because I really didn't know how to articulate whatever it was. So I have this really weird um, guilt 
is maybe the proper thing. Maybe that's what I want to say. I have this really weird guilt of every time I, I want to express myself, asking something for myself in order to, to help myself. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that was my takeaway from when I was having sensory overload um, when I was younger. But like now, even though I did, l- lately I did experience a lot of sensory overload. It was a lot easier uh, for me to communicate because the people around me, they, they understand and I've set up my boundaries with them, you know, so they know, they know when I'm saying, hang on, I'm having a bit of a sensory overload. So, and they're going to be like, okay, touch back in with me after you're, you know, you're better or once you've handled it or like, you know, like the people um, around me, they know they have to turn off the lights or like shut off whatever is causing the most vibration in the room and, and, and things like that, right? But that all worked out because simply I I sort of like stated what my ground rules were for certain things. Yes, does that make sense? And it, it sort of made me realize, right? Like it's a way of protecting my heart, isn't it? Yes, by communicating to the people around me. And I know, I know, my beautiful creature, like, sometimes the hardest thing is to admit to someone, you know, whoever it may be, it could be a special someone, it could just be a friend, it could be someone you work with, the hardest part about it is to admit something about yourself that you may eventually need help with, because that means we're vulnerable, right, and I understand that being vulnerable is very, very difficult for for us, because that would mean there has to be a tremendous amount of trust. Yes, now you see how much I've spiraled into this whole entire thing, right? But anyway, going back to boundaries, right? Um, that, that's one example, I guess. Because I was kind of like low-key proud of myself. Like, hey Maggie, high five. And I was like, yeah, that's right. Because by communicating that I have sort of... um needs that may arise in the future tremendously help me on how to handle them yeah does that make sense (laughs) does any of this make sense but anyway so so there's that and I think boundaries in general are good not just with self-care or what you can handle because you know how I know I understand how like everyone is really trying their best to sort of keep their mental health at a good state their emotional health at a good state eight their physical health at a good state and when you're trying to work on that man when you're trying to sort of um fix that about yourself you gotta lay out some boundaries you know some ground rules on what can and cannot be accepted in this whole situation in order for this to work right because i feel like i feel like if you don't set your boundaries you're just gonna be in this weird cycle consistently of sort of accepting whatever's happening and then hurting yourself in the process and then going away for a little bit, trying to heal yourself and then jumping into the same situation again, getting yourself hurt all over again and then trying to, you know, do the same exact thing. And if we stay in that cycle, I figured, I realized, and I don't know, my beautiful creature, if you agree with me or not. If you do, that's cool. If you don't, that's also okay. But I feel like if you trap yourself into this cycle, there really isn't much time for you to completely heal, right? And 
And, you know, that's one thing. But what if you're trying to heal from, like, multiple things at the same time? So, yes, I'm sorry to inform us. I'm sorry to inform you and me, my beautiful creatures. But boundary setting would be an important factor for our healing, right? So, <laughs> so why is it so hard, right? Like, why is it so difficult? Why is it so painful to even, like, sort of state or, like, say to someone, like, hey, these are my boundaries. Please respect them because I shall respect the hell out of yours, you know? Like, why is that so hard? I think it comes from, like, like myself, for example. Like, just take me as an example, right? Like, I've formulated... Uh, all of these negative things and feelings and ideas about um, every time I have to communicate what I may need to help myself. Because remember, you know, I was called a lot of like bad, bad things because I did state what I needed. And they were like, you're just spoiled. You're just strange. You're just acting out. And sadly, yes, you know, that can happen. But, you know, have faith you know, I'm pretty sure there's going to be like, you know, the people who love you will understand and and accept you and even help you out, right? So it is very hard, especially when you're put in a situation wherein maybe you're not so close to the people that are around you, you know, like, like it wouldn't be as easy, right? So, okay, side story time. All right, when before um, in a workplace that I had, once I got comfortable with the people that I was working with, right, I felt, I felt that I wouldn't be doing what's best for us, you know, as a team, as co-workers, as colleagues, you know, and as friends, if I didn't tell them that I do have a mental illness. And there would be days we're in totally untriggered, nothing is going wrong, it's just the way it is, you know, that I would be feeling really low. And so I started doing this thing, you know, after I tested the waters to see how, how they would be, you know, how they would respond. I started saying things like, hi guys, um, today I'm not so good. Today feels a little blue, but I feel I can give you 100% of the 50% that I feel right now. And so it made it a lot easier, I guess, a lot smoother on how people would actually know how to talk to me that day. And we would get a lot more done together versus if I decided to just sort of not tell them anything. Because I, I feel from experience, and I don't know what your experiences are, but like from my experience specifically, people around me tend to feel shut out every time I sort of you know, try to keep it together every time I sort of like shut it down because they don't know what's going on. They just feel like I'm pushing them out and I'm just in a bad mood and they even sometimes go as far as thinking that it was their fault. You know, you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yes. And, and I understand that, you know, these, if, if you do do this, it's, it's a sign of vulnerability and it has to be with people you truly trust, right? So there was also this um, other time when... Um, a person, a colleague of mine asked me, like, Maggie, um, do you think, you know, since you talk about this openly with us, do you think it'll be a good idea if I went ahead and told our boss that I have great anxiety, like I experience anxiety episodes um, frequently? And at that time, I, I told this colleague of mine that maybe it'll be best for for me to be approached by this person and told, you know, like, hey, I'm having an anxiety attack right now. Um, 
and, and stuff. So maybe, you know, I could, I could help and take some of the burden off of their plate for the meantime. Because I was kind of afraid, yes. And this is very, very um, common. I was afraid of the fact that this person who's this amazing, talented, highly skilled, very loving, very lovable, amazing, beautiful, beautiful creature. I was so afraid that they would be judged or like a label would be put on them before they even um, had the opportunity to really shine. You know, and, and I told this person, like, maybe tell, tell, tell them afterwards, you know, after you've sort of showed what you're really capable of. Because unfortunately, my beautiful creatures, okay, number one, people, people tend to be unkind. And that's just a fact, okay? Um, I'm not going to say it's bad, bad, but it is sort of bad, right? Because, you know, other people are also entitled to their own feelings, right? But at the same time, it sort of, you know, has this effect. It shuts people in, you know. It restricts them from being their authentic selves, right? Right. Yes. Because we want to be our 100% authentic selves all the time. But yes, unfortunately, I was afraid. I was afraid for this colleague of mine um, and such. Because I didn't want them to be sort of labeled, like, right away off the bat. You know, I was afraid that they wouldn't be given assignments, you know. Because they have anxiety. And yes, you know, unfortunately, that tends to happen um, everywhere, not just in the workplace, in communities, in, in the grocery store even. I mean, <laughs> I've had experiences wherein, like, I've been, I was looked at really, really strangely by people because I was scrambling for my headphones because I was having sensory overload right there on the spot because of some music that triggered it. And they were looking at me like I've completely lost it, you know. Like it, it, it's it's very it's very easy to be judged, right? So, how do we apply this in real life, Maggie? Like, what do we do? Well, number one, I think we just have to accept it, you know. Like, accept first what's happening with us and whatever it is that we need to set a boundary for, whatever it may be. You know, we have to accept what we need to set a boundary for. And yes, I may be one of those people who is not embarrassed to sort of say, hey, guys, my mental illness is like kicking my ass full swing today. And maybe you're not like that. And that's okay, too. But you have to figure out a way to communicate to the people around you on what it is you may need at a certain time when that does happen, right? Because communication, as cheesy and as cliche as that may sound, Communication is key, my beautiful creatures. Yes? Agree? Yes. I, I think so. And yeah, it is a struggle, but we, we can do this. We can do this for our own sanities. Yes? Right? What's another thing that sort of stops us from communicating what boundaries it is that we need? And I realized, I realized, oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, my beautiful creatures. It's guilt. It's totally guilt. Guilt. Guilt that eats us as we try to sleep at night. For real C's, right? And and I did talk about before how I feel like I'm a bit of a people pleaser. Okay, a lot. I am a lot of people pleaser. <laughs> so even if it's not my problem, even if it's not my problem, whether it's at work, at home, wherever it may be, at a grocery or wh whatever it is, right? I tend to sort of make it mine. Well, mm, I, I not really make it my problem, but more of like be 
really, really hyper fixated on the fact that, you know, who's going to fill in the gap? Like, for example, like that lady needs help with the carts and no one is responding. My gosh, who's going to help this lady? So I would run across the grocery and just like try and help. And I really don't know if it's my people pleasing personality or if it's just, I, you know, it bothers me when when people are sort of like not spatially aware of what's happening around them and who may need help and who wouldn't, you know. So, yes, it is a problem. It is a problem for a person like me. And I hope you're not like me, my beautiful creature, because it can drive a girl insane. Okay. Like my friend, I, my friend, he, he jokes every time we're playing a computer game together. And I would say something like, hey, is anyone on the wheel of the ship? You know, because we've been playing a lot of like ship-based games. And he would joke like, if you're not on the wheel and I'm not on the wheel... And who's on the wheel then, right? Like, he'd joke. But for me, that's stuff of nightmares. You, you, know, you, know, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like, there are literally other people who could be grabbing the wheel, but here I am worrying about whether someone's grabbing the wheel. And, and it's, it's, really, it's really one of the things that I have to change about myself to make it more sane for myself. Right, Maggie? Yes, Maggie, I hear you. Yes. So anyway, it's guilt, my beautiful creatures, because, okay, okay, I'll give you a specific <laughs> instance, right? Okay, so for example, um, you're sort of a doing work, right? A collaborative work effort. And for some reason, one of the, the things fell through, right? It's technically not your responsibility, right? You've already done your share and stuff. Right. And, and sometimes, unfortunately, you can't pick up this, the, the thing that's been dropped and, and you're trying, you know, you're trying to figure out. But unfortunately, the answer has to be no, I can't. I'm so sorry. Right. The conversation should end there. But me being me, I end up staying up at night, like beating myself up, thinking like, if only I was more, if only I did this, if only I did that, because it's guilt. It's guilt, really. So I think there's a lot of guilt also that's tied up to us every time we try to set a boundary. Why? Because we're afraid that we're going to be disappointing someone. We're going to be letting someone down. We're going to be um, breaking someone's heart. Yes. And, and at the end of the day, my beautiful creatures, you know, like you and I, we have to stay, stay sane. You know, we have to, to have some sort of like balance to these things right and i think at the end of it at the end of the day you know it just has to come from good communication but maggie what happens when they sort of reject you or they just call you names like when you were a kid and they just say you're strange you're spoiled you know you're making it about you well my beautiful creature you have to come first right right we have to come first at some point because if something, you know, if you don't state your boundaries, right, people will just keep on doing it. And and I think in the first place, right, if something bothers us enough, right, if something drives us crazy enough, if something makes us stay up at night, you know, worrying about it, about ourselves, you know, in our response to whatever circumstance or situation it may be. I think some boundaries need to be set, don't you think? And in conclusion, because, you know, 
<laughs> what the tarot reader said, we have to protect our hearts, right? We have to protect our hearts. And yes, people change, people, you know, evolve. And yes, as weird and as ridiculous as it may sound, we have to like send send out emails telling our friends, hey, dear friend, uh, these are my new set of boundaries. No, <laughs> more of like just openly communicating with people, you know, the people that are around you, the people that matter, the people that love you and care about you, you know, because again, what we want to avoid is the feeling of, you know, like I said before, like how I tended to sort of make my friends and the people around me feel. We're trying to avoid having them feel like you're just shutting them out, you know, you're just sort of all of a sudden closing the door and like icing them because that that's what tends to happen, you know, like when I'm triggered or I'm having sensory overload or like I just can't anymore, you know, things like that. It is it is a lot easier said than done. I do admit that, like, for instance, like at work, like how does even one, right? But I think... I think a good culture, like an open heart and, you know, like a good mindset should cure that. When you set your boundaries as well, right? And people respect it and you respect theirs as well. It's a very powerful thing, I feel. Because, okay, my last side story, right? When I first started to work or like started working in general, in general, it would never, it would have never crossed my mind to tell my boss or a colleague that I'm having an anxiety attack and I just please take five to ten minutes just to calm down, right? It would have been like stuff of myths, man. Like it would have never crossed my mind to do that, right? But, you know, it does tend to change. And I think, you know, workspaces, everyone, you know, is more aware about things like these, you know, boundaries, because there's a lot of information out now. Things changed. And it was such a good moment for me. Um, I think it was a month ago when I, I was working with a colleague of mine. And I said, do you want to help on a video call or a voice call? Because this would be a lot easier to um, finish if we were just, you know, talking via voice call. But this person bravely, and I love them for it, like I really applaud them for it, said to me, um, hey Maggie, I'm really having a hard time with anxiety right now. I don't know what triggered it. It's just happening. But would it be okay if we found some other means to communicate the things that we need to talk about? And, you know, me experiencing all of these things too, like the anxiety and, and stuff like that. And, and I know for a fact, my beautiful creatures... Whether we want to admit it to ourselves or not, this this whole pandemic changed us, you know, like behavior-wise, sleep cycle-wise, you know, insanity-wise. <laughs> All of these things, like, it changed us. And I said to my colleague, I'll just email you, yeah? I'll just email you and then ping me back once you've received it and if you have any questions. And we got the work done. And I think it's it was a beautiful thing because this person decided to communicate with me what, what was going on, what was up, you know, like instead of having to put up with the whole scenario and like have to deal with something that, that is actually fairly easy, you know, like we don't have to make things so hard all the time. Yeah, does that make sense? Yes, yes, it does. 
And I know it's hard. I know it's hard. And, you know, like, I'm not an expert. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm not an expert at all. Like, I, I still have trouble sometimes saying no to something that's not even my problem. Because, you know, sometimes they just think, oh, Maggie's Ma- Ma- Maggie's there. She's going to take care of it. And, and I still have a hard time saying, no, I'm sorry. I'm taking care of other things and so many other stuff I can't. Yes, that's how it sounds like in my head. <laughs> now you know. But yeah, it is a challenge. It is a constant practice. But at some point, my beautiful creatures, we have to, you know, heal from things that we're healing from, right? Like I've still yet to overcome my fear of being called names for actually expressing what it is that I need. But at this point in time, you know, like what do I have to lose? Yes. But, you know, of course, like with everything that I tell you to do, you know, you do you. Let's be us. Let, let you know. You do you. I'm gonna be me. We're gonna be us because we're all beautiful creatures. It's all good as long as no one gets harmed. Okay, like that's that's the one non-negotiable. Yes, makes sense. Makes sense. Yes, agreed. Agreed. Okay, cool. That's the one thing. That's the one non-negotiable that we can't let go of. And and at the same time, you know, like if you're communicating, no matter how difficult it may be, you know, just always, 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 always pick our words. Let's pick our words. You know. All the time, just so that we can express with with a lot of like love and open heartedness. Yeah. So my beautiful creature, yes, we're going to power through this week, you know, and we're going to reassess and send emails of our updated boundaries to our friends and family. I'm kidding. But if that's what it takes, go ahead. If that's your idea, but it's a really bad idea. I'm just telling you, I'm just telling you, it's a lot better to sort of just tell your friends as it happens. And... With that, my beautiful creatures, that's all the time I have for <laughs> for this time. But I hope you have an amazing rest of the week. I hope you get a lot of um, good rest. And I hope you don't end up staying at night thinking about all of the stuff that you could have done and that you could have been more. Because my beautiful creature, you are enough, okay? So no point in staying up, you know, in your bed late at night feeling guilty about things that you can't control, Okay? You know, you know what I'm going to say. You know it. You know I'm going to say I love you and it breaks my heart every time I have to leave you. But I got to go for now, okay? Bye.